Broadcasting live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Here's Armstrong and Getty. Studio C. A dimly lit. Are you okay? Sorry. I just knocked my headphones asunder and it yanked them out, and I just. Sorry. I thought that I was concerned about you. A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And today, everybody, we're under the tutelage of our general manager on a Friday. I'm going to go with hmm, the Problem Solvers Caucus, although I was tempted by Merrick Garland. I don't know about either one of those things, what you're talking about. They're both pretty interesting. Okay. Uh, they're both uh, remarkably old-schooly in their fairness and uh, and working across the Eilishness. If I might uh, abuse the English language, okay. the mother tongue. Uh, general manager on a Friday should be hot vac summer. No. Everybody's no. ready to get out and get the fr- the real weekend going. Vaccinations all across America, a real summer weekend. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, unless you're in California, but I mean other places. We we got an email. You know, I should probably save it for mailbag, but uh, a gal from Marin County. Beautiful, ridiculous Marin County, north of San Francisco, California, full of a bunch of rich hippies and tech people and the rest of it. But uh, they're still making the little kids wear masks outdoors for Little League. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that is triple stupid. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not only is it indefensible, it's bizarre. Yeah. Um, It's pretty weird. I just heard uh, the school. Uh, union is uh, trying to force it. So while schools are 99% of schools will open up in California in the fall, even though my son is with me today. Yell hi, Sam. That's very loud. Um, uh, my 11 year old is graduating from fifth grade. He's actually wearing a suit today. He looks very nice. Oh, very nice. Um, but his school is open all, all year long. Being fashion humbled by a grade schooler. Kind of, uh, <laughs> gonna have to look in the mirror later today. Uh, not one of my better t shirts either today. Just really kind of. Yeah, kind of. You're getting to, to the back of the drawer there, Sean. Hmm. <laughs> but uh, so the school he was at was open all year long, just a few miles away from the public school that was closed all year long. And when they open in the fall, they're talking. They, this, the school union's trying to say schools can be open, but students need to still wear masks, students and teachers. In the freaking fall, Good n- Lord. next the coming school year, next year after summer, kids and teachers still, even if vaccinated, still wearing masks. That yes. is utterly unsupportable. I, I don't know why. I, I don't understand why. I, I don't, I, I, seriously, I don't even know what the play is at this point. I know earlier it was to get money. And so, you know, you got this many millions of dollars for new ventilation, and then you're going to spend it on whatever the hell you want. But um, what's the play of making students and teachers continue to wear a mask to try to 
cover your tracks for your thievery earlier? I think that might be part of it. Yeah, to continue to spread the lie that kids are vulnerable and that the school is dangerous and the rest of it. I mean, you you clung to that lie for a very long time and extorted a hell of a lot of money. So, yeah, maybe I'd just cover their tracks. I was listening to NPR, NPR's version in California saying, uh, California's mask mandate age June, ends June 15th, a full month after the federal government recommended people stop wearing masks. A full month. Yeah. Even though the prevalence of the disease is one-fiftieth of the normal flu season. Yeah, it's, it's, that's something anyway. But this has been a lesson, my friends, a lesson in studying humanity and government, this whole uh, you know, COVID rodeo. Um, McDonald's has been hacked. This is a, a kind of a breaking news story. This just happened. It was just announced anyway. McDonald's has been hacked. I don't know to what extent your uh, McNuggets are in danger. We, I don't even know what that means. Are they being extorted? I don't know if it's a ransomware thing or uh, or what, but yeah, they got hacked. It just came out. Um, uh, we'll talk more about ransomware later, but did you see JBS Meats? We didn't talk about this yesterday. What did they pay? $11 million? $12 million? Yeah, something like that. 11.4, I think a I heard. A lot of money to get their, uh, get their company back up and running. Just one of 2,400 ransomware attacks in the United States last year? It's a stunning number. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, growing. Yeah. It is. You're next. You are next. Whoever you are, whatever you do. Is uh, uh, Joe Biden going to say something to Putin about that? Hey, a lot of these ransomware attacks are coming from your country. Do something about it. Is, yes. Yeah, I absolutely think, think that's enables. top of the list. What's that? Who do you think enables? Yeah. Um, we need to have that clip handy to use a lot between now and next Wednesday when Biden meets with Putin of him saying to that crowd, I'll tell him what he needs to hear or whatever it is. And the crowd Wait. cheers. Yeah. What was that phrase? Do you have that handy? We got We got it. We got to play that a lot between that now and next Wednesday. I tell him what I want him to hear or something like that. Yeah. Tough talk. Um, what? But that, <laughs> I'm rubber and you're glue. Oh, no. That was that was that was Putin's response earlier. Well, I guess we can play. I'm that rubber out. and you're glue. Bad names bounce off me and stick to you. Oy vey. Come into the schoolyard taunt era of international relations. Whatever Biden says, you could get that response, and then I don't know what you would say in front of a crowd. It's not known if they're going to take questions or not. Um, I'm guessing not because it kind of sets you up for a possible, uh, embarrassing moment, but I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the media and the White House are building this up to where he's going to have to have a pretty good performance on Wednesday or it's going to be, uh, scrutinized pretty hard. Isn't, isn't it behind closed doors? The, the meeting? Actual meeting? Yeah, but to set, remember Trump and, and uh, Putin did that, but then they came out and took some questions. And, oh, yeah. And Biden and Putin may do that. It's not known yet whether or not they're going to do that. To meet with Mr. Putin to let him know what I want him to know. Uh, that's not saying anything. And, of course, the leaks that will come out of that behind closed doors meeting will be, uh, will be many. And what I want him to know is that four shillings used to be a farthing. And back in my day, that was four <laughs> weeks worth of work. <laughs> Come on. I'd get my best girl some penny candy, and we'd go to the Nickelodeon. <laughs> She'd put on her twirling dress. <laughs> Come on, man. I'm going to let them know what I want them to know that I'm letting them know. That's right. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
It's teamwork that makes the dream work, and that's why we introduce our main squad. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. Hi, this morning, Michael. Uh, pretty good. You know, with this mask mandate ending, I feel like when a comedian like tells a joke, but nobody's sure whether they should laugh or not, and one person looks over at the other and says, is it safe to laugh? And you know, because I don't want to be seen laughing at this. And uh, I feel that's the way we are with with masks. It's like we're going to walk in the store and look around and say, okay, is it safe for me to be wearing a mask? And I think half the people are going to be wearing them still, and the other half aren't because they're just not sure what they're supposed to do. You are right, but only in California. The rest of the country listening to us is saying, what are you talking about? Is this a rerun? Is this a rerun? There hasn't been a a bunch of people wearing masks where I go in months. What are you talking about? Yes, it's still, like if you live somewhere else, it is middle of the past summer in California in terms of mask wearing. For no reason having anything to do with medicine or science. They certainly aren't offering up any scientific reason. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I'm doing quite well. Went out and played a little golf with a buddy uh, yesterday. Tweeted out a, a picture of it because uh, I'm on Twitter and that's what I can't do anything without documenting it online. Of course. But so it didn't I, happen if it doesn't yeah, show up so, on social so media. I, I took a picture, tagged it with graphics outside or legit. And uh, some of my favorite responses are uh, it's it's nice to be seen. And I feel like some of my followers, they really see me. Sure, but how many frames per second are you getting? Uh, this is some of the responses. Um, really immersive. Um, yeah, but the <laughs> gameplay sucks. Uh, t- oh, this is full-on nerd uh, response. Turn anti-aliasing off for better frame rate. So yeah, I was making a I was making a graphics joke about real life, and then a bunch of people played along. That was that was turn delightful. anti-aliasing off for better graphing. graphing. I, uh... it has to do with ray tracing. Oh, okay, and, uh, yeah. I'll take your word. I don't know what any of that meant. It's like I'm standing in a foreign land. It's interesting. There's my son Sam, who's 11 years old and graduating from fifth grade this morning. Yes. How are you this morning, Sam? Sam's leaving his mask on. He's a good mask wearer. It's basically stuck to my face. I'm used to it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, He's going to go hang out in our office for the next couple hours before we get to a fifth grade graduation, which is, I don't know, exactly sure what's uh, going on there. Um, <clears throat> Is it to teach you about ceremonies? Because that's, you know, kind of a skill, learning to... Teach you about commerce. Sit still and... <laughs> teach sit you about still. uncomfortable clothing. Yeah, teach What's you about uncomfortable clothing and uh, and and uh, when you're supposed to walk across the stage. Maybe that's uh, what you're learning there. Uh, too many ceremonies. I am standing by my words of yesterday. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, June 11th, year 2021, where Armstrong and Getty and we approve of this program. Let's begin officially now according to FCC rules and regs. Here we go at Mark. All of this is kind of a cosmic ballet choreographed by the forces of gravity. What the heck was that? That was one of the most tiresome human beings on the planet, Neil deGrasse Tyson, uh, describing some sort of uh, eclipse I wasn't aware of. (laughs) All of this is kind of a cosmic ballet choreographed by the forces of gravity. Yeah, it was the ring of fire that could be seen in uh, Greenland was the best place to view it. You couldn't really see it in the United States. Is that the one that Trump tried to buy? Yes, he tried to buy Greenland. We uh, we passed on that, but... uh, (laughs) Uh, they wouldn't throw in the undercoating, so we said, no, we walked away. <laughs> now we had to settle for renting Norway. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's very good. Plus, we have clips of the week coming up. Oh, that's all on the way. Cool. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
know why, but I have a list of the 25 longest reigning monarchs in history. Hmm. And a uh, number of them are quite interesting. Maybe we'll get to that later. A little, little maybe a chance to learn something. Including I have a G7 stat that will shock you. Including one that uh, you've seen many movies about, I'll bet. Hmm. Henry VIII. Close. Hmm. Henry VII. Was the king Henry of, the Ninth, the king of disco, was that officially a monarch? No, okay. disco stew. Disco stew loves disco music. <laughs> Mailbag coming up in a moment or two. Freedom loving quote of the day, etc. But first, it's a fond look back at the week that was. Cow clips of the week. Welcome to the internet. Come and take a seat. I wanted to get the people on the show, and he was fighting to survive. Every time he punched, he had clinched. He was good at tying me up. But there's a lot of other information that points in the direction that this could have come out of a lab, that we need to have a broader view about the potential risk that this was a lab leak. They discovered some hardware inserted in the transformers that was not part of the design spec Hmm. that would have essentially enabled somebody in China to flip these on and off. The best way to ensure their aggression is to do nothing, and that their appetite grows with the eating. Would you like to see the news or any famous women's feet? Three, two, one! Go after our elections, our nuclear plants, our electric grid. Don't f*** with the meat. Today, the FBI successfully seized criminal proceeds from a Bitcoin wallet that Darkseid ransomware actors used to collect a cyber ransom payment from a victim. The hot vax summer. That's what they're calling it, ladies and gents. I can't make this up. Be happy, be horny, be bursting with rage. We got a million different ways to engage. We've been to the border. You haven't been to the border. Uh, And I haven't been to Europe. And I I I don't understand the point that you're making. New Gallup survey finds 71% of Democrats think healthy people should stay home as much as possible. The sausage making is messy. It takes time. There are ups and downs in the roller coaster. This is actually why I hate California. (laughs) Good, I interest you in everything all of the time. A little bit of everything all of the time. Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime. Anything and everything all of the time. Oh, man, hang a ribbon around that cow's neck. It's a state fair winner. That's a good one. Yeah, good stuff. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. From John F. Kennedy. The F was the F-bomb. Did you know that? F and Kennedy. That's Did right. not know that. Yep, his, his, his dad was very angry the day he was born. <laughs> That's an idiotic joke, and I apologize for making it. He said, if this nation is to be wise as well as strong, if we're to achieve our destiny, then we need more new ideas for more wise people, reading more good books in more public libraries. These libraries should be open to all except the censor. We must know all the facts and hear all the alternatives and listen to all the criticisms. Let us welcome controversial books and controversial authors, for the Bill of Rights is the guardian of our security as well as our liberty. Hmm. How about that? No, no. You know, it's funny, John. You wouldn't really recognize your party. Quite a few folks within it are in favor of banning anything they disagree with. Isn't that crazy? Mailbag. 
No, sorry. The, the phrase "keep it open" it must be available to all, but the what was how was the phrase? Accept the censor. I like that. That's good. Yeah, that is a good quote. I'm going to keep that one around. Uh, the correspondence. How about David? Uh, on demand and one more thing. Been really enjoying the podcast. Loved hearing from Henry. He's hilarious. <laughs> That's right, young Henry. Jack's son is uh, on the One More Thing podcast uh, dated yesterday. Thank you for the note, sir. How about this from uh, Brandon? If you have round laces, learn to tie the turquoise turtle. Oh, I never got to this yesterday. The number of people who said, if you're still tying your shoes the way your parents taught you when you were a little kid, you're wrong. There are new ways to tie your shoe that are much, much better. And I thought, really? I don't know if I need to look into this, but... Well, I haven't uh, tried the turquoise turtle since our uh, wedding night. uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. Yeah, we got got a number of responses on that. If you're still still doing the whole, you know, make the loop, bunny goes round through the whole way of tying your shoes, you're doing it wrong. There are much better ways. Okay, I'm finding, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle laces. uh... (laughs) There are lots of YouTube videos that we got forwarded yesterday with the better way to tie your shoes. Dan in Albuquerque on the topic of why people are having fewer children. Might I suggest that the expectation of what a parent must provide has changed radically from the days when having a litter was commonplace. For instance, child uh, da, 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 would receive little schooling, would likely go to work early in the early 20th century. Child of today has the expectation that their parent will provide them food, shelter, education through post-secondary tuition, expensive extracurriculars, place to live after college, etc. Maybe it's just too much. Interesting point. Merrick Garland, the problem solvers, bipartisanship. What? All that and more coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Welcome back to the Knot of the Week series. This week, we look at the turquoise turtle. It is also known as the shoemaker's knot. That's Start by taking the two ends of the <laughs> rope on, and take them left over right, okay, as we do right. when making the reef knot. Okay. From there, create bunny ear loops Seems very with standard. either end. All right. Pass the right loop over the left. Uh-huh. Done. Now, take this loose end as well as the loop through the and second I'm time. Out. I don't know what's going on now. <laughs> Pull on the two loops to tighten. What is this wizardry? <laughs> if done correctly, you should see these two ridges. I don't see those. <laughs> if you... Wow. The, the turquoise turtle. So, well, that's why we got so many responses on you're tying your shoes wrong. The not, there are like a million different ways to tie your shoes other than the way we're all doing it. I think I just know the one not. Uh, well, for tying my shoe, I only know one way to do it, and it works pretty well. So... Not sure why I need to change, but... No, I literally know one knot. I mean, whether I'm fishing, tying my shoes, securing a boat to the... uh, No, no idea. Oh, square knots, a a knot you gotta know. Right over left, left over right? Is that what it is? I don't know. Well, maybe because I live on a farm, but it's hard to live without knowing how to do the square knot. Mm. I'm not impaired. I do huh. anything that involves like spatial relationships and flipping things over and twist. I get lost. My brain just doesn't work oh, that way. Interesting. Yeah, some people yeah. have that. If you don't do a square knot right, you get a granny and it comes apart really easy. And then you're, you know, whatever you're tying together is going to fall on your head or run away or whatever you're doing. Where's the heifer, honey? Uh, we got this text before we get to the meat of the hour. I thought instead of buying Gleanland, we decided to have Guam repainted. Yeah, that's what we did. That's it. <laughs> figured that'd be cheaper. <laughs> exactly. 
remodeled Guam. By the way, Put a lift did, kit on it. Did you hear the current guess of how much money has been stolen or wasted through fraudulent unemployment claims? The latest numbers, and you're going to be hearing these for years to come because when you start throwing around trillions of dollars really fast, there's a lot of fraud, and the current numbers are shocking. That another things coming up on the program yeah including some of the people who got your tax money or your kids tax money really because it's just being printed out of thin air uh speaking of money a fascinating statistic actually a quick aside first one of the difficulties of economics the dismal science is that nobody can agree on how to count anything so it's tough to get to answers when you can't even you know agree on how you're going to count for instance gdp or what have you so these figures are loose but when the g7 got up and running i think it was in the 90s um it was responsible for where is that uh, depending who you ask, 70 to 75% of the world's economy. We'll go with 75% because I heard 70 and I heard 80. It's now about 45%. One source said 80 and 40, but at any rate, it's gone from three quarters of the world's economy to less than half. So, you know, the rest of the world is up and coming, and the G7's uh, importance and power is diminishing by the year, although it's still certainly a significant thing. So our general manager this morning, our honorary, honorary general manager, were uh, the the Problem Solvers Caucus and Garland Merrick, Merrick Garland, rather. Um, and, and here's why. Both in the House and in the Senate, there are bipartisan groups of congresspeople and senators who are working together to actually, are you sitting down? They're actually legislating. Instead of the executive branch writing a law and the, uh, the Congress, the, both houses of Congress, the legislative branches just arguing over how much they get, they're actually writing a plan. 29 Congress people from each party, Problem Solvers Caucus, and then you got, I can't remember, it's like eight of each in the Senate, are each coming up with fairly moderate plans between $800 uh, billion and $1.25 trillion for infrastructure. And it looks like the vast majority of it, majority of it is actual infrastructure. So I'm just I'm heartened to see legislators legislating. If if there's one thing I could get going by divine fiat or convincing my fellow Americans, it would be diminish the power of the executive branch. It's way out of hand. And then one more quick note. You remember old Merrick Garland? He was the guy who would have been Obama's pick for the Supreme Court. Except uh, Mitch McConnell and the Republicans in the Senate decided that we're not going to bring him up for a vote. Uh, and we'll see if we pay any political price for it. And whether they did or not is a matter for debate, but he would have been on the Supreme Court. And I remember hearing at the time that he was really actually quite a moderate guy. Mm-hmm. And that if Hillary wins, we're going to be stuck with somebody much, much worse. And then Trump shocked the world and won. But anyway, Merrick Garland is the attorney general now. And he has made a couple of announcements in the last week or so saying that the United States government and his Justice Department were going to continue to defend positions taken by the Trump administration that Democrats, particularly your lefty, lefty Democrats, absolutely hate. 
And he said, I know about the criticisms. The job of the Justice Department in making decisions of law is not to back any administration, previous or present. Our job is to represent the American people, and our job in doing so is to ensure adherence to the rule of law. It is not always easy to apply that rule. Sometimes it means we have to make a decision about the law that we never would have made, that we strongly disagree with, as a matter of policy. But in every case, it's the job of the Justice Department to make the best judgment it can as to what the law requires. I love that. That's nice. That's yeah. a man of honor. Yeah, that's fantastic. We could use a lot more of that. Uh, one of the cases is actually kind of interesting. Do you remember that it one? Needs, that needs to be rewarded at the ballot box, though. If that is not rewarded at the ballot box, it will not change our politicians. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Uh, w- one interesting case that he's talking about is, do you remember that gal who accused Donald J. Trump of, uh, of violating her in a changing room at a department store? Correct. I remember that one. Well, while he was president, he said, no, I didn't. She's lying. She then sued him for defamation of character. And because of the laws having to do with suing the president, uh, Trump's Justice Department said, no, you can't do that. Federal judge rejected the Justice Department's request. But Merrick Garland, looking at the law, says, no, the law is clear on this. We're going to continue to defend that position. You can't sue the president because he was denying that uh, assault in his um, in executing the duties of the president. Interesting. Yeah, and uh, there was another case, too. If he uh, had been a private citizen and said that, she could sue him, and then it would end up being a court case like they had with uh, with Johnny Depp and uh, and Amber Heard over in England? Yeah, although the rules in England are way, way different. I, You know, that's an interesting question, and I'm not qualified to answer it. If somebody says, you did this, and I say, no, I didn't, you're a crazy person. Is that defamation? Is denial really defamation? I don't think I don't, it is. I don't remember calling you a liar if that affects your ability to make a living or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, good for Merrick Garland. I think uh, he's a man of honor. I'm sure he'll do something that annoys me soon, but uh, let's let's give credit where it's due. There's news out that McDonald's has been hacked worldwide. Uh, this texture said that means the Hamburglar finally got on the Internet. I don't know if the Hamburglar <laughs> is involved, but... Uh, no details as to what the hack is. I don't know if it's one of those ransomware things or what. I believe, he says, continuing the idiotic jokes, that uh, the hack came out of the hermit kingdom of the Burger King. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, I am really working the Kim Jong-un's blubber desk. Okay. Oh, deep dive into his deep crevices. <laughs> well, he lost weight, right? That, we had the study the other day. That yeah, that was one of my worst, John. We had, the, terrible. we had the story the other day that he has shown up much thinner. And uh, North South Korea is trying to figure out for real. It's not just you know fun and games for them because oh everybody to, is yeah yeah heck yeah um is he ill or did he just decide you know what I'm in, heading into my thirties I got high blood pressure I smoke I probably should lose some weight my doctor is right maybe I shouldn't have fed him to the dogs <laughs> well uh, the analysis is unintentionally hilarious okay uh, and we'll get to that eventually and a couple other things I teased about how much money has been stolen already from our big. Uh, unemployment money stimmy check thing that we've been throwing around tons tons an an ungodly amount already and i'm sure there'll be more to come so uh, all that on the way armstrong and getty the armstrong and getty show
billions in taxpayer money boosting unemployment benefits for people put out of work in the pandemic. But experts now say that criminals and fraudsters are exploiting that relief for their own spoils. A government contractor who works with states to prevent fraud in unemployment claims estimates as much as $400 billion of that COVID cash may have been stolen, telling Fox this, quote, we have continued to find that over 30 percent of new pandemic unemployment assistance claims are fraudulent. Experts also tell us criminals are dipping into that pot of money, too. The Secret Service warned about this a year ago, telling Congress they were tracking, quote, a vast international scheme to defraud U.S. state unemployment systems. LexisNexis Risk Solutions CEO tells Fox about 70 percent of that stolen cash has left the country, taken by criminals aligned with our adversaries like Russia and China. So uh, this happened back, it started in under the Trump administration, so it's not a Biden thing. It's just a big government thing. It's just a giant, if you have a giant bureaucracy pumping out trillions of dollars really fast, it's going to be very sloppy. The current number, $400 billion. You know what you can do with $400 billion? Practically anything. I mean, practically anything you could do with $400 billion. That is so spectacularly galling. It's tough to even listen to that report. Yeah, not only is that a mind-boggling amount of money, but imagine investing your own money. This is your own money, but imagine investing your own money in something that was 30% fraud. About a third of the time, you just got ripped off, and you just kept doing it. Well, and California had the biggest fraud in its history. The biggest state had the biggest fraud in its history around the same sort of thing. Uh, people getting unemployment money, tons of prisoners from out of state, for instance. It's just, it, it's just bureaucracies are not good at this. Plus, they don't care that much. No. The government, no. The, the government just doesn't care about your money the way you care about your money. No, because it's individual bureaucrats making these decisions and designing these systems and and it's not their money at all. Uh, you know, it, it, I'm flipping through my articles trying to find uh, the coverage of this. Uh, you know what I don't recall hearing is whether anybody has any be- belief that it's gotten any better. No. That they've correct. gotten better at detecting it and stopping it. That's why I said, kept saying so far. I'm, right. We, we've, yeah. Th- that's like going back to the first couple of rounds of trillion dollar plus stimulus money. Uh, who knows how much has been stolen since then? You wouldn't That's have just to, calling. Wouldn't have to go very long before you'd end up with a trillion dollars that has been stolen. Well, the rate. idea that that Chinese criminal organizations and Russians and the rest of it are just laughing. Oh, I yeah. just can't believe how fat and oh, speaking of which, coverage of Kim Jong Un's fatness coming up. Uh, <laughs> just how fat and stupid we are with our money. God. So, brought you the story from the skinny dictator's desk yesterday that Kim Jong Un had apparently lost a bunch of weight. What, what were they guessing his weight at? Well, well he's, there's he's, somebody in the government whose job it is to guess how much Kim Jong-un weighs. Well, they thought he was like 325 pounds at, at one point. Um, but he is, his, his uh, fatness has declined from AF to as hell. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, I actually watched a bunch of video. They just put out some video of him presiding over some uh, meeting in which a bunch of terrified bootlickers tried to out applaud each other. It's so, it's, it's amusing in a way, but, but sickening and terrifying in a way to watch how desperate the, all these leaders are. 
And they're all, you know, folks in their 50s and 60s just desperately trying not to be seen as under-applauding for the great leader. They're frantically applauding until he makes them stop. And then they can barely stop themselves because they love him so much. But anyway, I was watching this video, and he is clearly thinner. Uh, If I had to guess, it could be 50 pounds. He's still a big boy. Mediterranean diet, you think? or uh, I don't know. I don't know. North Korean diet, you don't eat. Um, although he gets the, the best of everything. But Kim Watchers have seized upon the slimmer waistline as a potential sign of something. If Kim simply slimmed down to be healthier, then that likely improves his position at home and provides more predictability for regional actors like Japan, South Korea, and the U.S., who may have greater confidence he'll be running the show, said one leading analyst. A different analyst said, if the weight loss is due to a health condition, the jockeying for succession may already be happening, and that volatility could be trouble for the outside world. So nobody has any idea why he's thinner. North Korean news, which covers North Korea, went so far as to super enlarge images of his favorite watch on his wrist then and now, ah. and he uses one less h- hole or one more, depending really? on how you look at it. They can yeah. get such a detailed picture, they could see he was using a different hole on his watch band. Yeah, he's got a little more strap to spare. He had the wrist like a baby with the creases in it. Yeah, and uh, they say uh, if you look at the side-by-side photos, it does look like he's lost significant weight, and there is real reason for concern. His father and grandfather both died of heart attacks. They say he's got pretty good, he has access to pretty good medical care, the best North Korea has, and also China and Russia, since they're a satellite, he's a satellite state, he's they, they help him He's a very out. overweight smoker whose family has heart attacks. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think, with the I high, think with his a doctor very, got to him. With a very high-stress job. Right. Right. As a guy in my 50s, I will tell you this, all those things you have, uh, young folks listening, you know, whether you're, you know, 20s or whatever. All those things they tell you from use your legs when you lift to if you keep eating like that, you know, obesity is a problem, blah, blah, blah. All that stuff with too much drink, everything. All those birds come home to roost. And as a big old fat boy with a history of heart disease and an incredibly stressful job, I think his doctor probably finally got to him. Listen, O oh great and wise leader, you will surely ascend to heaven and sit at the right hand of God when you go, but you're going to go pretty quick if you don't slim down, you big old fat boy. And then he had the doctor pushed out a window. Right, and then said, i got to lose some weight. He's right. You're right. Ah. Well, in North Korea, nobody's slapping Kim Jong-un and getting away with it. But in France, somebody slapped French President Macron the other day, if you've seen the video. Uh, the man who slapped the French president is in jail for four months. Is that all you get for slapping a world leader like that? Assaulting a world leader? Uh, 28-year-old Damien Terrell, 18 months in jail for assaulting a public official. 14 months suspended, according to Reuters. He's an unemployed medieval martial arts enthusiast. What's a medieval martial arts enthusiast? It means he goes to Renaissance fairs and pretends a sword fight. And recently took up jujitsu. I think he's just combining various hobbies he's had over the years. I challenge you to a joust. (laughs) Medieval martial arts. So he's a Renaissance fair freak. Uh, He told the court that he held right-wing views and sympathized with the Yellow Vest movement, which held anti-Macron protests in the early days of his presidency. We remember those. And he, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, 
Don't go around slapping people. What a moron. Boy, he's lucky he's only getting four months in prison for assaulting a world leader. Yeah, I don't know what the laws are there. If somebody slapped Joe Biden, what would you get in the United States? I don't have the slightest idea. I don't either. I think it'd probably depend on the discretion of the prosecutors and what they thought. I mean, you got to lay down the law. You can't have people just slapping the president. Of course, you can't get near enough to the president to do that. Although, wait a minute. No, if he's working a rope line or something, you could slap him. Yeah, oh, Monica Lewinsky could have slapped Bill Clinton, obviously. Yeah, well, he gave her the slap and tickle, as it turns out. But, uh, yeah, well, you'd get elder abuse for slapping Biden, (laughs) among other things. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hey, speaking of history. I put on my suit of armor. (laughs) I challenge you to the mace. (laughs) Where is is my squire? (laughs) A medieval martial arts enthusiast. Speaking of history. Do you need to put unemployed before that? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, that's redundant. I think it just comes with it. (laughs) Sean with the staff joke of the day. Come on. Give it up, Michael. Speaking of history, he desperately tries to interject. I've become aware of and learned something about humanity's oldest known piece of literature. I know. And its themes. I believe it will fascinate you. Sean wondered if it starts with a dark and stormy night. <laughs> it does not. Not uh, as far as I know. Wh- I'm, I'm getting more and more concerned about the CDC. So not only did we have some of our top scientists hiding the origin of the coronavirus for their own personal reasons. Correct. Why was the CDC kind of fudging the info this past week to make it, to make it seem like young people were getting more COVID? Because it seems pretty clear that they were. And the Wall Street Journal's got an interesting opinion piece about that that we got to dig into. I don't know what's going on there. Armstrong and Getty.